What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Farrah Dudley, joined on the other virtual line, sharing a screen with the one, the only, Phil Battaglia. What's going on, Phil? Hey, man. How we doing? Just, uh, you know, a little Friday action, meeting at the intersection, style and pop culture. Got a little bit of both of those things to talk about today. What's uh, What's been going on in your world? Uh, not a lot. You know, still going down the the wormhole that is learning about wine. And um, like I was saying before we came on air, I did a little wine tasting last night. And, mm. uh, you know, that stuff has alcohol in it. It does. It does. You got to, <laughs> I think the pros, they're spitting all of it out. Yeah. See, I, I spit, but I, I, I think that I'm not um, a seasoned spitter. So, <laughs> Uh, have you uh, have you gotten to the point where you're just yelling like tennis ball, garden hose? <laughs> no, and Cut I can't grass. wait. I'm I'm about to rewatch those uh, those documentaries on Netflix that Psalm. that are yeah mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's another level. I I just can't understand how they pick all that stuff out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. That that'll be you relatively soon, that'll right? Be me. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, let's see, was it last, no, two nights ago, two nights ago, whipped out the cocktail bar, nice. did, a little, did a little Martinez action, so it's been the same old, same old over here. Um, I have, I have started in earnest my, my yoga journey now. Very and good. I, just, I thought I'd report back, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, at Barrett Dudley, then you know I was, I was looking for, uh, for the best and the brightest and the biz, as far as, as as far as online yoga classes, whether that was a program or a YouTube or an IG live or, or what, what have you, an app, anything got a lot of good recommendations. I've tried a few so far, so I'm just, I was going to report back on those right now. Um, so I'm doing a 30 day journey with yoga with Adrian, who's an Austin local and has like three and a half million subscribers on YouTube. Jesus. And it's a very big deal in this in this yoga world. And I am I'm today is day four. I haven't done my my I haven't done my practice yet today, but I'm I'm very much enjoying it. This is great for beginners. She makes it the first several are very easy. It's all about just like, you know, the 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 basics, learning to focus on your breathing, all of that type of stuff. It's uh it it's got some of a little bit of like the hippy dippy spiritual type stuff going on, but not too much of it. She doesn't mm-hmm. hit you in, doesn't hit you in the face with it. And my favorite part about it is that the first session is forty ish minutes. Yeah. Every everyone after that is under thirty, so it's a very easy commitment. Everybody that has is. everybody has time for twenty five minutes a day mm-hmm. to get to to lay down to get in there to do something for yourself. So that's been really good. Um, also, if you follow Sky Tang, which is based out of New York, they definitely win the award for like coolest yoga studio. Mm-hmm. Their their merch is awesome. Their whole vibe is like very well curated. They um, you you can subscribe to their Sky Tang TV and get access to like their entire library. But if you just want to kind of like pick up a class here and there. On there, if if a class is live on Skyting TV, you can tune in for free, and it's just like a donate what you think is fair to their Venmo, basically. So you mm-hmm. don't have you don't have to, but you can throw them a few bucks if you like the class or something like that. That's been good. And then, uh, as a member of Equinox, I have used their app to mm-hmm. find that's you know 
they've got like a database of classes, a lot of good specialty stuff in that one. So if you like want to focus on bridges or you want to focus on your spine or you want to, you know, like they kind of, there are some very specific ones in the, uh, the Equinox app. So that's definitely nice to take advantage of if you are already a member and just want to download the app and get access to the, to the whole library. How's so that's Cropose is uh, eight out of 10, I'd say. Oh, you know? okay. All right. <laughs> that's not an easy one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm joking. I can't picture Cropos. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Crow is where you get like in a squat and then you're just bouncing on your hands, l- leaning over to where your all your weight is over the top. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I, I am, I'm, I'm really coming into my own on my, on my child's pose. Ah, yes. <laughs> you're going to want to get that down. That's a, that's a solid one. It's a real you know, that real, yeah. muscle, real muscle toner, that one uh, and corpse pose too. That's also a real <laughs> challenging one. Mountain mountain uh-huh. pose. I that's like good. That. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So yeah, man, it's been nice. That's a, it's, it really is. It really is a very, very nice way to kind of like clear your head and not think about anything else for, for just a few minutes, which is hard to do in these crazy times that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what do you got? Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, not a whole lot. We're gonna, you know, I think the weather should be good, so we're gonna try and get out as much as we can. You know, I don't. Uh, we haven't been going to the trail or anything like that. Um, I don't want to be part of the problem. The yes, so the other yeah. day we were gonna go walk um, into one of the trailheads for for the green belts, and when we got there, I mean, there was probably fifteen cars. Yeah, I was like, no, we can't do it. I, I just can't. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be crowded, but the trail is small. And the last thing I want to do is be caught on camera down there with some <laughs> news crew that's like bombarding. <laughs> that's a good you point. Know? That's a good point. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. and then the, yeah, I don't know, but we're going to try and get, get outdoors, do some reading. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about having the boys over firing up the grill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be reporting you having a little party. Probably go to a probably go to dinner one night. Then nice. Maybe to, then maybe out to uh, to Dirty Bills. Hear some music. Maybe a concert. Live to, sporting event. You can do all that in Vegas. They're gonna reopen everything. <laughs> Did you say that Vegas is about to reopen everything? No, I don't know. Their mayor is like going nuts about. She wants to open it all. That's right. Up. She wants to. She she's willing to 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 have let her constituents be the test case. Be yeah. The, be the experiment. Is there awesome. any way? It, I mean, people don't really pay attention that closely when it comes down to it, like the 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 vast majority. But you'd think that she absolutely torpedoed her reelection chances with that with that interview on Anderson Cooper. Yeah, she's done. It's over, and I think she realizes that. So now she's just going all in. <laughs> Even if you're ready for some businesses to to have a chance to to reopen, she was basically like, "We'll be the control group. Let's abandon yeah. all restrictions." And just see what happens. <laughs> that alone, put that quote. That's not cool. Uh, campaign video. If you're, you know, running against her, and you absolutely, win. absolutely, you cannot distance yourself from that comment. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of COVID, Phil, there was a T-shirt drop today. All of the proceeds from which 
are being donated to charity to COVID-19 relief efforts. I don't know if you've heard about this or are familiar with this brand. Um, Supreme. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. They're, they're a little skate brand. Huh? little skate brand, little skate brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. they uh, they put a box logo tee out today. Not only was it a box logo tee, but it was a collaboration with um, Murakami. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. I so, so. so the print background on this box logo was, uh, you know, very was familiar. It was it was perfect for generating a little bit of hype, which this brand is is known to uh, to do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. The t shirt was priced at sixty bucks. So all in with the shipping and the tax, you're right around $75. And last last I looked, these t-shirts were reselling on StockX for near $700. See, that <laughs> That's so fucked up, dude. How do you how do you feel about this? Yeah, you we you know, I would like to give us credit on this. I mean, you deem me saying that this is a total waste because the resellers are going to get their hands on this and we're right that once they get these you know in the resale market what are they going to do donate their proceeds so StockX has now said that they're going to donate their cut their processing and percentage fees or whatever whatever they're whatever. taking they're taking they're going to donate theirs from the from the reselling of this shirt to to charity as well but that doesn't really solve the problem that still leaves hundreds of dollars going into the resellers' pockets for what reason? I mean, other than just taking advantage of a shirt that had more inventory than they usually would have. When I looked this morning, they still had larges. I didn't try and check out, which I'm sure that wouldn't have worked, but they were still available to put into your cart. Did you look right like right at ten right at ten AM or whenever? No. No, no, no. There was some link that was that was up on Twitter that was probably twenty minutes old by the time I clicked on it. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I got to think that's, uh, I'm guessing that's an error or mm-hmm. that it, or that it would not let you check out. Yeah. I didn't try to check out because the last sale on StockX for a size large was $715. <laughs> I have it pulled up here. Here's the thing. I, I'm not overlooking the fact that if as reported Supreme made 17,000 units of this. So that that's nominally i believe about a million dollars let's 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 see if my math is correct here you can't do that off the top of your head no yeah that's right it's a million twenty thousand now mm-hmm. nobody ever knows what the proceeds mean in these circumstances either like is supreme covering their marketing budget or their uh the cost of the shirts or like what is proceeds include is it like only profits or is it or is it all revenue we don't know but let's just let's give them the benefit of the doubt let's say the price of the shirt every unit they sold at seventeen thousand. let's say they're going to donate every dollar of that to charity that's a million dollars well the problem is they're that they're leaving so much money on the table because they could have sold twice as many shirts right maybe three times as many and raised two million three million dollars for covid Mm -hmm. alternatively they could have charged 250 dollars a shirt and still sold seventeen thousand of them and now we're talking now we're talking an even bigger number that's donatable 
And they still hold on to that prestige of having the ultra limited, ultra, you know, hard to get your hands on, still have that that cachet attached to it. Cause they, they I guarantee they don't want to go and like flood the market with anything because then right. they lose all credibility on the streets. Yes. But which yeah. is bogus so anyway. The the, pro, the my problem here is the the huge amount of money being left on the table when they're saying that they want to do something charitable. Like Supreme knows that the value of a box logo tee is far, far more than $60, right? The pr- mm-hmm. what, what something is worth is exactly what somebody else is willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of value, essentially, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so it, it, it's just the fact that, and, and I mean, what I'm, maybe they're saying that like everybody that was lucky enough to have a bot or get through manually by, by the grace of God, that this is basically like a, you know, a bonus stimulus for them. Like, is that like, is that a good reason that everybody that got one now gets like an extra 600 bucks in their pocket? No, I don't think so either because it's because the, the game isn't, the game is rigged. So most of the people that, that were able to get this, like are part of, are part of these cooking groups or like have bots or have some, alternate way that benefits them that gives them an unfair advantage to even get the t-shirt in the first place sure mm-hmm. so i just i just think the whole thing is kind of misguided and stupid and if supreme supreme could have just cut a million dollar check if 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 what they wanted to do is donate a million dollars to charity right uh, i'd love to see has anybody gotten a hold of this like diet product or any of these folks that like police this type of behavior I, I, not that I've seen. And honestly, there's been like a surprising amount of, or I, I feel like there's a surprise, been a surprising lack of like kind of hubbub around the, the bad optics and, you know, involved. Yeah. Here. Right. And people have nothing else to do right now than to go down these, these paths to, I mean, why would somebody not jump all over this? I don't know. Maybe we're missing something, but I don't think that we are. I mean, I, I think that, again, I, I think that largely the reporting on this has been about the positive nature of Supreme selling a ton of shirts and donating what they can to charity. I just think that they're, it, it's like lying by omission. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just, it's just weird when you say that you that we're going to do this thing to give back and it would be very very easy and simple for us to generate 3 million dollars but instead we're only going to generate 1 million dollars so that we maintain this ultra exclusive hype and you know mythology that back that backs our every ounce of being yeah right cuz without it they cuz without it cuz it's they're nothing right I don't so, know, dude. I, you know, I think I that there's just, a lot there that is, uh, a, a, it's great that the, the initial idea is great. I just think that they could have done it. Like you said, a different way for sure. And I just would love to see somebody dive into this deeper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get, you know, at the end of the day, private company, their prerogative, they can do what they want. And, um, there are clearly, clearly people out there willing to, that's the other problem. it'd be nice if everybody just banded together and was like, we're not letting the resellers win on this particular item, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, with your seven, if you spend $700 on a different Supreme team, man, like don't, don't give in to, to this particular one. 
if you're spending seven hundred dollars on a Supreme tea, that is <laughs> you've got other issues. <laughs> yeah. So just an interesting interesting all around. I'll be and I'll be curious, like you said, to see if anybody kind of busts this down at all. Like should we be should Club Cool take on some investigative reporting? Maybe maybe we should. Be, maybe we yeah. should. Or this is an investigative journalism journalism podcast now. <laughs> It's a true, we could switch over to true crime. Those, those <laughs> podcasts do numbers. I hear those are very successful. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. All right. Let's take a, uh, let's take a quick break and um, hear from a sponsor. Phil, let's talk about a Hawthorne. You know that we love Hawthorne here on this podcast. So today I'm going to, I'm going to pick out a few specifics, some things that I really, really love from Hawthorne. I have been burning Palo Santo recently. Mm-hmm, Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It gets a, it gets a little tricky. You got to start a fire. You got to get your wood <laughs> stick. You got to smoke it. It's it's all a bit too complicated. Well, thankfully, Hawthorne just recently came out with their own Palo Santo candle. Ooh. And let me just read you a couple things uh, describing this candle. And you tell me if this does not sound 100% up your alley. Here it is. Creamy cardamom. Smoked cypress, mm. wild sage, dark amber, cedar wood, a cozy, smoky, earthy candle that will renew your home and ground you in a deep, woody scent. It recharges your senses with guaiac wood, suede, and smoked cypress. I mean, talk about a perfect combination. All of, their, all of their candles are really nice, but I especially love that they've got that Palo Santo option now. And then the deodorant. I'm all about a natural deodorant. I switched away from an antiperspirant long ago. Hawthorne's is the best out there. And this is the perfect time because here's the thing. Switching from an antiperspirant to an aluminum-free deodorant causes your body to detox for a few weeks. So there's an off chance that you may smell a little worse than usual for the first week or two, but then you'll be smelling fresh as soon as your body adjusts to the change. So right now, during lockdown, during quarantine, this is the perfect time to make the transition to an aluminum-free deodorant. All their deodorant formulas are made with eucalyptus oil, keep you smelling fresh naturally. And hey, you might not go through that much of a change anyway. I didn't really. And I love the eucalyptus-based deodorant. It's one of my favorite things from Hawthorne. Everything smells good though. You cannot go wrong. The packaging is beautiful. If you want the whole kit and caboodle, go to hawthorne.co. You're going to take a quick two-minute quiz. It'll ask you a little bit about what type of smells you like, what type of hair you have, what type of skin you've got. And then it's going to put together a whole package for you, everything you need to really get kitted out, change your whole grooming routine up for the better. Go to hawthorne.co right now. Don't wait. That's hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E. Use the promo code COOL to get 10% off of your first purchase. Hawthorne.co. Use the code COOL to get 10% off of your first purchase. You won't regret it. Go for the candles, go for the deodorant, go for anything you want. It's all, all good. Hawthorne.co. The code is cool. Okay, Phil, let's jump back in here. I want to talk a little bit about this Michael Jordan documentary that's airing on ESPN. Parts one and two released this past Sunday, parts three and four this Sunday. Not only is this the best thing going on TV right now, it's giving you a little taste of everything. It's pop culture, it's 90s, it's sports in a moment where we're desperately thirsting for anything involved in that realm. Um, it's a fascinating human interest story. We're watching the all-time great in his 
last championship season with the Chicago Bulls. On top of all that, there are some truly, truly epic fashion moments in this documentary as well, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty- I haven't even seen it, but the the, the pictures you, you sent over are, I mean, incredible. Well, one of the most interesting interesting things going here is that when Michael Jordan left North Carolina and got into the league, 1985, he was a, 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 a swagged out young man. He had all, he had, he had it down, man. Like this was a, this was a young, cool cat. There was the infamous dunk tournament where this guy was wearing two gold chains. He mm. was two, he was two chains before two chains. Yeah. And this was an era where the uh, the gold chains were borderline chokers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I he I, I know we've talked about gold chains on this podcast before. We talked about how they were kind of a bubbling trend at one point a year year and a half ago. It, this documentary might single handedly bring it back all the way because Mike looks so awesome dunking in these gold chains. That's the that's the the dunk contest where he's he's jumping from the free throw line, right? And the chains are kind of like suspended in the air as he's I, yes, yes. Yeah, that's incredible. the one. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he had the shorter shorts. Yeah. He was out on the golf course looking fly. He was very he was just kind of like he kind of had that young, kind of like college kid look, but he was clearly like interested in looking good and being put together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Then as he gets into the nineties and starts becoming wealthier, winning championships, that nineties style takes a hold and he gets addicted to these nineties style power suits <laughs> as, as does everybody around him, by the way. So he's uh-huh. not, he's not alone. He's not alone in these, <laughs> in these, um, you know, these unfortunate cho- suit choices here, but my God, they're awful. Oh man. It's, I it's think like, that you and I could get into you and I and a couple other guys could could probably climb into <laughs> one of these things. It's like it's like tailors in the nineties didn't know how to make suits for guys this big, right? And, and tall. Yeah, it's like they 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 were like, oh my god, these guys are almost seven feet tall. We've never dealt with this. This is going to require so much fucking fabric. Yes. Yeah. So we'll just put it together. Here it is. Like, with all the fabric, dude, Phil, the the suit jackets alone, I think they're like four feet long, uh-huh. <laughs> and they've got like twelve buttons on them. I think if you measured from high point shoulder down to the to the hem of these suit jackets, you'd get like forty eight inches. Uh- <laughs> and and yeah, there was no limit to the number of buttons that they would put on these things. Uh four, five, six button suits. It it was just amazing. Um, and like I said, Mike wasn't alone in this. I, I showed you the. One of the one of the most just flooring instances that they showed in the first two uh, parts of the doc was the 1997 ring ceremony. These guys were oh, getting their fifth ring, dude. and Scotty, who was injured at the time, comes out onto the court wearing what can only be described as a Frankenstein jacket. <laughs> like he he's a broad shouldered man, I'll give him that. But this suit is so over the top, boxy and huge in the shoulders. And like it's damn near down to his knees. I, it's it's very reminiscent of which was a joke. The Talking Heads stopped making sense. Um, entire DVD. Yes. yes, it's the it's the same suit, but on a shorter guy. 
David Byrne is like half the size of these dudes, but he's wearing the same suit. And I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I just don't understand. I mean, it is the '90s, so anything goes. I mean, there's a lot of wind, you know, windbreakers going on. But uh, you know, I still think that I, I remember seeing Shaq wearing something very similar to this not too long ago, with like 20 buttons on the front of it. <laughs> it's like these tailors; they really do lose their mind with how big these guys are. Yeah, it's I. You know, I there are definitely obviously LeBron cuts a mean figure in a suit, as do a lot of these guys currently in the league now. So, so somebody somewhere along the way has figured it out. Yeah. But, maybe, but MJ and Shaq, these guys must still be going to their to their the original same guys. Yeah, same dudes who are like, yeah, yeah this looks great. <laughs> um, the 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 suit the, the stuff just doesn't fit. It's really really wild. But it it always makes me wonder. You know, like suit suiting especially. Whenever it goes into like these weird extremes, you know, we look back at the Mad Men stuff now, the 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 fifties and sixties, and we we that stuff looks really good to us again. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, I wonder if like uh, were these nineties suits an aberration? Like, are we ever going to look back at this stuff and be like, oh yeah, that was good? No, never. If we do, we need to stop. Everybody, and, just and, stop what you're doing. And what? So like, what about like two thousands? Like, I'm sure there are going to be some suits that we look back on and say that was way too skinny way too cropped at the ankle uh-huh. like all of that you know what i mean yeah but i it's it just it's i'm very curious as to to you know kind of how we'll look back on like the modern suiting era and if it will age a little bit better than this 90s stuff did oh man i don't know dude the 90s stuff is is hard to even imagine them being looking in the mirror and being like yep this is it <laughs> You're, you're gonna when you start this doc, you're definitely gonna notice some some of the the more wild picks. Uh, Mike also liked uh, like a, liked a good Mandarin collar, some very, <laughs> so, uh, some very Asian inspired looks. Yeah, uh, he appears on this talk show in Paris in 1997 or or a news show, and is just like absolutely is just absolutely swimming in the suit oh. that he chooses for that. God, uh, it's it's really it's really something. But you know, like like. Like I said, for for every bad suit, you get like a throwback to like Michael on the golf course when he's 23 years old and he's just, he's just, you know, he looks great. Smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. When he's wearing, um, when he's wearing his, w- once Nike kind of starts building that relationship with him and the Jordan brand stuff gets going, he's also got some really, really great athleisure kits, mm-hmm. some matching tops with bottoms, um, some great windbreakers. And then on court, of course, the '90s Bulls stuff is just like all time. Yes, um, the, the the red, the black, the white, the starterness of it all, uh, the shooting shirts. It's just it's it's all really really fun to look back and uh, and see. So not again, not only is this documentary an awesome story and really really fascinating to watch, but there are so many great clothing and style and fashion moments. So. The short shorts are back for the NBA. Yeah, that, uh-huh. that appears yeah. to be the the move. You're gonna love it. I hope you you can get all the way caught up by the uh, by this time next week, so we can really dive into some of the specifics. But I'll put um, in some work. Yeah, it's um, you it's it's not a chore to watch it. I'll tell you that when, when yeah. we start when we started this past Sunday, I didn't realize that it was one and two. I thought it was just one. The second hour started, and I was just like, "Yep, we're doing it." Like, no question, <laughs> no, no question about it. So I like that. That's good. Does it get into his gambling? Not. It has not yet, and I'm not mm. sure that it will. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, man. What you, now? You have a uh, you've, you've I, sh- I showed you the Scotty Pippen video. What uh? What, what were you sh- what were you uh showing uh, me in, in regards so, to that? Speaking of quarantine workouts and you know really keeping your physique while we are you know locked down. Um, one thing that everybody seems to forget about is keeping your jaw tight. You know, you want to keep your jawline because, you know, you can't get to the gym and work on your jaw like you usually do, Barrett. No, you get on that equin in the Equinox. They got those jaw machines. Yeah. The, the special, the specialty jaw machines. Yeah. This fucking brand. I mean, so I, you sent me that link for Pippin and I get targeted by this ad for jaws or size. <laughs> This is scraping the bottom of the barrel for people looking to do something at home to stay. These, okay, so jaws are size. Get a chiseled jaw. Get a chiseled jaw. Wow. And <laughs> not only that, uh, the original price, $149.99, your price, $99.99 for this freaking thing that you put in your mouth and, and chew on. Wow. Jaws are size. But hey, if they're willing to come on and sponsor the pod, (laughs) then hey, we'll be chewing on some of these things. This is the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my life. Man, Phil, I didn't know that you could uh, change your bone structure just with a little little device that you chew on. And what I love is that they come with a lanyard so you can wear this bullshit around your neck at all times (laughs) and just pop it in like a damn um, baby. Well, you just want to, you, that's just so that you can broadcast to everybody else that you're, uh, you're getting a chiseled jaw and they're not. Exactly. And not only that, they do have some apparel, some, some, some nice gear that you can branded jaws or size stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just really this show, crazy, show your, show your loyalty to the brand. That's, I'm glad that you got targeted with jaws or size because the only thing that I get targeted with recently is masterclass. And, yes. um, I gotta say. Yeah, doing we're doing a nice little marketing job, Master. Absolutely, I have come very <laughs> close to pulling the trigger on on just because of how well they do those videos. Yes, absolutely, and I've I've talked with friends from back home that that say the same thing. Like we have all been very very close to pulling the trigger on uh on one or another. Um, there's the Neil deGrasse Tyson one, which is going to teach you how to how to expertly think about things. Okay. Um, but the the two that have really like caught my attention are the uh. The guy from Franklin, what's his name? Aaron yeah, Levine. Aaron Franklin. Aaron Franklin. Aaron mm-hmm. Franklin. And, and then uh, Gordon and then Gordon Ramsay's cooking yeah. one. Also very, very tempting. They just do a brilliant job with the marketing on that. And I know we're going way off track here, but I this is what happens when you're locked in indoors. You get a lot of, lot of content coming in the brain here. Yeah. Masterclass, from my understanding, is you don't buy individual classes. I think you have to buy a membership and then you have access to all of them. Is that wrong? That's a good question. I've not actually investigated that much because from, from what I understand, it's not cheap. It's not. And so I know that. And so I don't want to, I've, I've restrained myself from clicking through because I yeah. don't want to end up with a membership. Yeah. It, it, somebody out there listening, if you're a member, let us hear, we'd love to hear a review. I would love to hear some yeah. more about Masterclass because they're clearly spending a lot of with the marketing budget right now, and uh, it's, they're doing a pretty good job. I'm sure they've gotten. I'm sure their their membership is up right now with everybody looking for things to do. It's like um, they they when they launched. The, uh, man, we're really getting into this masterclass. But the, the, when they <laughs> launched this, it, it's you can't do this half ass and have like D list 
chefs and people that nobody really cares about. They went and got the best of every single category. I mean, Steve Martin's doing acting on here. So that's where I think that they set the bar. Like, I don't, I can't see anybody else coming close, even if there's knockoffs out there that are doing something similar. Right. Um, That's what's really the most impressive to me is who they actually locked in here to do these, these, these classes. It's really cool. And I would love to hear more, but not too much because then I'll end up with a subscription that I don't really need. (laughs) Maybe, Phil, maybe there's a uh, who's the who's the most popular uh, sommelier out there. I don't know, but they're on there, guaranteed. (laughs) I see. That's why I don't want to go down that road, Barrett. Yeah, yeah, it could be dangerous. Yeah. Um. Well, I know this is a going to be a short podcast today, but that that's all I've got on the docket. Let me tell you. Let me tell the the listeners out there. Patreon.com/slash/clubcool. We just put up our April editorial. It's our favorite stuff on the internet right now. All of the things that we're kind of swearing by and that are helping us maintain a little bit of sanity and a little bit of normalcy uh, while we're all um, cooped up in our houses and can't really do anything else. So that's a great way to support the podcast, support me, support Phil. It's patreon.com slash club cool. I think you'll enjoy what we put out this month. And uh, and then check out our sponsor, Hawthorne, hawthorne.co. Um, love the stuff, love the product, and when we really think that you will too. So if you haven't given them a look, go check it out, hawthorne.co. The code is cool. Phil, anything else from you today or on your list? Any uh, any any things this week that were important that I missed? Mm, um, not not. I'm sure I'll think of something later, but no, I think we covered it all. That list on Patreon is is a good one. Uh, it kind of covers all, not all the bases. Um, and I, I feel like there's going to be stuff that I'd, I'd, I'd like to add as we continue. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's a definitely a good starter pack for, for being locked indoors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap that up here today. Thank you for tuning in and we will be back next week. I promise we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze in more time next week. We'll have a little bit more to talk about. It was just kind of a weird one, you know? Yeah, there's not a look, man. We've, as, as, we've scraped everything out of this week as we could. There's not there's not a lot going on. Yeah, as we as we continue uh down this path, it it, it feels like it's it's harder and harder to, you know, it, it everything is stopped. It's it's we're just we're pressing pause here. So Yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not looking at uh any new drops with with my finger on the trigger right now. Your boys on a on a freeze (laughs) i'm on a freeze yeah yeah um all right that'll do it we will see you next week bye everybody